Why, hello there! My name is Kenji Dick. I'm Gabby Taylor. I'm Ashton Reimer. And I'm Riley Friesen. And this is Wittenberg Radio. It is episode 129, and it is April 22nd, 2019. And this is the final edition of this season. Wow! Gabby, why don't you uh, tell us what you're going to be doing for today's episode? Definitely. Okay, guys. So normally what happens on the last episode of Wittenberg Radio is the co-host will be interviewing the new co-host. But since we have a bit of a team dynamic going on this year, and I'm assuming I'll see you all again next year, I thought it'd be great for everyone to get to know who you guys actually are. So you've played a huge role in Wittenberg this year, and I think everyone deserves to know who you are. So we'll start off with some questions. So Ashton. Yes, Gabby. Can you please tell us what you do at Wittenberg? Um, I am the current events coordinator, so I kind of look around for what's going on on campus and around town, and I write down what's going on and report back to you guys. And you have a particular advantage with finding out what's going on. Oh, well, I'm a very social being, Gabby, but I'm also um, co-director of arts and entertainment on student council, so I usually know what's hip and happening around the area. Awesome. And you're doing that again next year? Yes, with Courtney again. Awesome. Riley. Yes. Do you mind introducing your role? Uh, yeah, I am the music director for Wittenberg Radio this year. And next year? Um, I'll be co-producing and co-directing with you uh, next year. It's going to be fun. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so my first question for Riley is, how are the lads? For Ashton? Yes. Um, the lads, okay, honestly, I'm glad you asked because today we had a bit of a mishap. Okay. I was listening to one of, so- one of the songs that's on my summer playlist, and I enthusiastically opened a curtain, and philanthropy, Phil, he fell off. He's a Mexican hat plant, so he's got lots of seeds, and they all fell all over my dorm room, so. Oh, I hope you get your deposit back. Yeah, me too. I mean, I cleaned it up with a lint roller, so we'll probably be good, but you know. <laughs> They're thriving with the sunlight that's coming out now. So. That's awesome. So what's the plan for the summer? The plan for the summer is to head back to Camp Nudemic and work there again. And they'll spend a lot of time in the sun and on the beach. Maybe we'll go kayaking. Should be good. I love that your plan is to bring your plants kayaking. Oh, definitely. They go where I go. We're a little family. <laughs> awesome. Riley. Yes. So I have a bit of a different question for you. All right. What are your plans for next year? Oh, for next year, I have so many ideas banging around in this head of mine that I actually have no idea which direction to go. Because, yeah, I've been told to do a bunch of different segments from other friends of mine that I've uh, told. And then, yeah, and um, yeah, it's going to be fun. So hopefully I can come up with something more concrete, and more narrow, because I'm just way over the place. And yeah. Anything you can say to us right now? Um, well, there's a segment that a lot of people want to actually to have, which is a story segment. So basically, someone either writes in or like someone gives me a prompt of some kind, and then I tell a story because like a lot of people consider my stories very extravagant and really out there. So they uh, they want to. Some people want actually want to hear more of my stories. What's your experience with the sto- being a storyteller? Oh uh, well, I worked in a radio station last summer which one? Uh, with Golden West Radio in Winkler, uh, which was ninety three five. Uh, which is like a contemporary station, and then 88.9, I believe, which is their country station, and then there's a third one that they also had, and then the newsroom that I was in. And so I told stories that way. I also um, write creative stories as well. Um, I have three poems in Soul and Paraphrase this year, and I had a short story last year in Soul and Paraphrase and a bunch of other stories that I've published as well. And so, yeah, writing is definitely something I'll rely on and the stories that I write as well.
That's awesome. And throwing it back to Ashton. So do you mind telling us a little bit about your life at CMU? Yeah. Um, and what a life it is. I live in a third floor apartment in KFA, which we have called Triple Heat because it's always so hot in there because, you know, heat rises um, and KFA has no self-control with heating. Um, but also we bought these IKEA little potholder things that said three times heat. So that contributed to the name. And also there's three of us, myself and then Courtney Cool and Lydia Bousley. And we have quite the time. Um, I could regale you guys for hours about all this stuff, all this stuff we do and all the adventures we have, but that's my on-campus life. Do you want to plug in your video? Oh yeah, um, we actually won an award at Film 60 this year because we made uh, a little documentary about some of the stuff that goes on in Triple Heat called Triple Heat. We'll be sure to share it. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> so Riley, yes. you weren't originally at CMU, you were somewhere else. Yeah, I actually was. Uh, did a year at U of M. Um, I had taken actually a gap year after high school, and then I was at U of M and I took another gap year. That one's more mandatory because of you know money, and I yeah was working a lot, but still I was going back into rent and food and all that kind of stuff. But then finally I decided to come to CMU, and it was actually probably one of the better decisions I've made in my life and coming here. And yeah, it's definitely a lot more different than U of M and what I'm used to, which is good, and I find it better here, actually. Yeah. Why do you find it better? <laughs> okay, um, it's mainly because, like, it's it's a smaller uh, community, and it's more tight-knit, like, everybody knows everybody to a certain degree, and I was actually talking to Ryan Jensen about this, uh, a fellow, or not a fellow, uh, he's a soccer player, a friend of mine as well, and he's actually, we were in a couple of classes together, and we were talking about the difference between CMU and other schools and he said that he had visited U of M a couple times and realized that he, you can actually just sit in a class with like 300 students not know anybody there's like a video for a professor instead and it's like everything's mostly pretty much online but here you know your teachers you know your uh your um if there's any sort of extra assistance you know those people you know the other students you know everybody that's within a good tight-knit circle and you can rely on everybody as well instead of just walking to this massive daunting campus which actually is about this like u of m campus is about the same size geographically as my hometown and actually has a larger population than my hometown of uh, morden and uh yeah we're sitting pretty at about eight thousand people in morden and they have about ten thousand people in just the student body alone at u of m wow yeah and that's like, that's just student body and then beyond that there's the teachers and uh, professors and yeah other staff and Ashton, how yes. many people are from your hometown? Like 12, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Enola, and we're not even technically a town. Like, we're so small. I think we're categorized as a hamlet or something. Yeah. Um, very, very small town. But we do have the world's smallest goat, also. That's our claim to fame. How small is this goat? Really small. <laughs> I've never seen it. I probably should. It's one of the only things we have going for us. But there are only 12 people in your town. Mm, and five of them are in my family. <laughs> 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 just kidding, just kidding. There's more than 12, but not a lot more. <laughs> It's very small. I didn't even go to school in Enola because I got a French immersion education and there's no French immersion option in Enola, so I had to bust it to Dougald. Wow, world traveler. Mm-hmm, that's me. <laughs> Seven-minute bus ride every single day. Nice. Well, uh, now you only have a two-minute walk. Exactly. Sorry, Ashton. Uh, do you watch Parks and Recreation by any chance? I don't watch Parks and Recreation. <laughs> okay, cool. Did um, I quote it or something? No, I just, like, you're you talking about 
the, you said the smallest lamb is like in your town? The smallest like, goat, yeah. Smallest goat, oh, yes. Okay. See, like, I'm just thinking about, like, <laughs> sorry. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I realize this is not, this joke's gonna fall flat because, okay. like, you haven't seen the show. But, like, um, but there's like a certain but there's a certain animal called like little Sebastian like in Pawnee, Indiana, in like Parks and Recreation, and like uh, it's like a celebrated animal, and like there's one character just doesn't really get what's so popular about it, but like everyone like adores it. So like you just talking about like the world's smallest like goat like living in your hometown just reminded me a little bit of little Sebastian. Just want to cool. let you know about yeah, that. shout out to little Sebastian if you're listening. Uh, yeah, we support you exactly, and also Sebastian's smallest dead. goat. What? Okay, spoilers. Um, sorry. A little, yeah. Yeah. That's really sad. <laughs> Lighten the mood, please, someone. <laughs> Sorry, Gabby, for interrupting. I will head, head, get back to Mike to you. Oh, that was like the perfect interruption interruption point because I ran out of questions on my paper. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, Sebastian is dead. <laughs> the end. Did you have anything you wanted to ask? Um. <laughs> No. I mean, I, I don't know. I could probably think. I'm interested, Ashton. So you're you're doing music right now. Correct? Yes. Yes, I am. So what are you doing in the music program? Music therapy. Music therapy. I just got accepted. Oh, congratulations! Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I'm just. I guess I kind of want a bit of an origin story to a degree. Um, what kind of what's what's propelled your interest into music therapy, and uh, why was that something that you want to pursue? Yeah. Um. Well, I didn't actually know that I loved music therapy until like this year. Um, originally I thought I was going to get a degree in music performance because I just, I really have a passion for music and I do have a passion for performing, but I don't have really any experience and I never had any formal musical training at all. So when I applied to CMU, it was really on a whim and I did not think I was going to get in. And I thought, Hey, if I get in, clearly this is what God wants for my life because there's no other way I could get in. And I did. And I started in the stream of performance, but then I heard about music therapy and I heard about how you can use um, musical skills and like interpersonal skills in so many different areas um, to help people. And I really felt that that would be a good use of my gifts in a holistic kind of way. Mm. Wow, that's pretty good, that's pretty yeah. good. And so have you, so you just got accepted into it, so then how many more years left of your degree? Two point? years. Two years. Hopefully, yeah. Okay, well that's great, that's great. Um, um, <laughs> Riley. Yes. <laughs> You're doing communications, correct? Yeah, second year. Just wrapping up the second year, yeah. Yeah, and so you have a lot of interest in radio. Is that right? Yeah, there is uh, more along the lines of radio, podcast, that kind of area oh, okay. as well. Yeah. Um, anything within the field of talking, because I talk a lot. I mean, I, I, yeah. I, that's, good. that's a good field to be in, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, it's kind of interesting as well, because like, I've, I've always had an interest in radio and then working at the radio station last year. Uh, even in just the news department, I still got a quick lesson on how to run the system in case like the power goes out or from the only one of the buildings something goes wrong. What do I do? And so getting that done was actually quite nice. But I, fortunately, I was never having to go on air live for anything like that, like last minute, any sort of fixing anything like that. Um, yeah, but it has it has happened to me when I was there at the station. Like there's like thankfully there's one other person there in the evening that the power actually shut down and they ran in, did everything broadcast live, and like seeing that as, has helped a lot of, oh, there's there's more to the radio than just doing like a specific show, and then and then also connecting with other people as well beyond that when doing a regular show as well is quite nice, and being able to tell stories and as well is fun. Yeah, yeah, no, fascinating, and so then kind of with that in mind, then 
considering the fact that you're going to be co-producing a podcast mm-hmm. next year, what kind of stories do you hope to convey then on the show? Like, in the well, uh, something along the lines of like a humans of New York style um, of like finding like having like specific people that we can then focus on um, as well, like possibly an international student and like their journey of coming from whatever country they come from to here, uh, something along the lines of that, or um, just anything else that's going on, like a very specific um, event that might be going on on campus that might not necessarily be uh, U of M um, like base, like U of M or not U of M, CMU, like CMU might not have actually started the uh, the event, but it might be another event that CMU hosts. And why am I thinking U of M? Yeah, just Traitor. kind of a jump yeah. right there. <laughs> I'm trying to get those one of the city's smallest mind. schools yeah. to one of the biggest. Yeah. 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 But no, yeah, something along the lines of that, of like finding those niche stories as well would be nice and like a very small kind of market style. Yeah. Um, yeah, like just, and then kind of blowing that up a bit and just to show more people what like the small details in life that people might find mundane or might not look at all the time. And so, like, that style and that kind of general area is kind of where, where I'd like to take it as well, too. And yeah. yeah, great. Thank you so much, Riley. Ashton, do you listen to podcasts? I do listen to podcasts. What, what is, is a podcast, podcast you'd like, like to recommend, recommend maybe to, to the three of us, but also to our listeners that we should give a shot? Um, okay, this one's kind of my guilty pleasure. It's Rutherford and, Cr- and Fry's Curious Cases. It's from BBC, and it's really, it's aimed towards younger children, I think. But it's two British scientists, a geneticist and a mathematician, and they're Dr. Rutherford and Dr. Fry, and they tackle um, questions that listeners send in, and they do, like, really dumb experience that are usually at Dr. Rutherford's expense. And it's just, it's really funny. I always listen to it before bed, and it's just, like, slightly educational enough that I don't feel bad about it, but, Yeah. Not bad. I recommend it. Not bad. And Riley, do you listen? I imagine you listen to podcasts, right? Actually, Wittenberg Radio is the only one that I—that's I, a proper podcast that I listen to. Ooh. Um, yeah. Wow. Uh, I do watch a lot of YouTube channels. Uh, one of them actually is called Fact Fiend. But well, I didn't Carl ask Smol- you about YouTube. Yeah. Channels. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> no, just kidding. Just kidding. Um, going, yeah, that's going. the closest one actually to a podcast other than Wittenberg Radio that I listen to, and it's basically one guy named Carl that stands in front of a camera and a green screen in their kitchen. And his friend Brad, who he lives with, is sitting behind the camera, and basically all they do is they talk about the weirdest, most random things. And it's actually, and they go and rants the whole thing, and so they have two different versions of the show. They have one where it's nice and edited, and nice and clean, and where they have, like, green screen stuff in the background. And then they have the raw footage, which is pretty much them going on rants for, like, 20 minutes about, like, the Airbud series. That was a rant that they did. <laughs> Rick Mercy, yeah, that style as well too, yeah. Uh, very much like that style as well. Um, yeah, actually, fun fact about Rick Mercer, he came out to Morden, my hometown, during the Cornapple Festival, when it was the 50th anniversary for it. And, yeah, and uh, it was the video you can actually find on YouTube. Just look up Cornapple Festival, Rick Mercer, and it should be one of the first few in there. Are you and telling me that you're, uh, that you're, that you I'm not show? actually in it. Oh, okay. Uh, I wish I was. I happened to just miss him, uh, every time I actually went, because it's over the course of three days, uh-huh. over the last full weekend of August. Yeah. And so I happened to miss him all three days, and it was just, it was very unfortunate, and yeah, uh, he was in the parade, and, but he was right at the very back, and I was actually in the middle of the parade, uh, itself that year. Shoot. Yeah. Riley, you're so close to appearing on national television. I mean, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I have a picture with him. What? <laughs> In a Walmart. <laughs> That's Walmart, so it's the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Ashton, I have a question for you. Um, 
so noticeably you're kind of like doing two student council jobs to a degree you're kind of both the co-director of like the arts and entertainment committee and also volunteering your time for Winterberg radio if there's any kind of dynamic there at all what what how do you kind of balance these two uh, positions um what would you say Along with your very busy like school life. Yeah. Imagine. Well, thankfully, I've got a lot of support. Um, I got Courtney in arts and entertainment, and I rely on her for a lot because we always joke that um, she's the arts and I'm the entertainment. But it's it's true. She's got she's got the organization skills and like the know how, and I've got like the oomph, you know, like I've got the energy and the crazy ideas, and she's the one who kind of reels me in. But she's also the one who stays on top of like budgeting and like making sure all our bases are covered for events. And then usually I just I carry out her orders and kind of add in my little ideas for stuff like um, uh, the high res photo competition, that punny kind of title that really rolls off the tongue. That was me. It's all me. Got to claim the credit for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, claimed it, you have. <laughs> thank you. And um, yeah, I mean, Wittenberg, I think it's it's been really fun for me to have this experience of working with a radio station. Like it's small and we're a tight knit group, but it's been really cool to be able to kind of dip my toe into the pool of entertainment in this way nice i'm gonna move on to now maybe like the final question of the interview unless gabby has any more after this one um <laughs> great uh so ashton first of all are you planning to come back to winterberg radio again next next year yes okay cool is there anything that you've been kind of been thinking about what you want like to contribute to the show next year maybe expand your job a little bit uh what do you envision for yourself next mm. year with winterberg I haven't really given much thought to it because I've been really just hyped and excited on entering the music therapy program. But I would like to just do some more stuff than just um, just kind of reporting on what's going on on campus, like maybe do some actual interviews at the events that we have, maybe, and kind of get that experience out and on air instead of just reporting about things that are going to happen. That could be cool. Yeah, that's great. And Riley, I already kind of asked you this question already but what else would you what else would you like to overall generally speaking like what do you generally envision for the show next year well i'd like to keep it um consistent with kind of what's been going on in the past so keep the same kind of form going of how it overall looks but the content as well is like well i i have too many ideas in my head to actually act on any one of them so gabby i'm hoping that you'll kind of like help contain that as well and yeah. We had a discussion. Oh, yeah. We both kind of need to rein each other in, yeah. But, yeah, no, it's because basically just try and keep the same format going and, yeah, and then try and see if I can expand here and there, like, with bringing more, um, like, international students' voices as well and or other stories, again, like that those niche little stories. But then doing, like, other, not necessarily fluff pieces, but other stuff that can help with, uh, what's the term? Yeah, some more human interest points as well, too, and other things like that. And then, again, also then ask random questions like, what is your favorite type of woodland creature kind of thing? Just like other questions like that, yeah. Um, oh, mine was the cockamouse, which actually is uh, a, a creature from How I Met Your Mother. It's found in the apartment. It's a cockroach and a mouse. Thing. I remember that episode. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that one vividly. I actually watched it the other day. <laughs> but yeah, just like all just things like that, like um, having smaller a lot of small tidbits as well too would be uh add a bit of my own twist to it all right well i look very much forward uh to hearing all of your contributions to show next year i'm sadly bowing out because i have something called graduation in a week um but yeah i'm i'm very excited to see what you two produce and you as well gabby um and yeah i'm very excited 
So that's the end of our interview for today. And I think now we're going to move on to the music playlist. Is that correct? No. Never mind. We're going to cut this part out of the interview. I want to know what your final words are, Kenji. What are the very last things you want to say on Wittenberg Radio? Uh, great question, Gabby. Um, this is where like, I take out a cigarette and start smoking. <laughs> uh, it's been an immense pleasure and um a very educational experience these last two years um there's a lot that i've learned not just on a technical level but also kind of when it comes to managing and also when it comes to programming especially um i really really appreciate the time i've been given to talk to as many interesting and fascinating and engaging people as i have on the show um and i've also just been had an absolute blast working with uh two incredible co-hosts these last two years uh Give a big shout out to Claudia Duick, who actually I think as re- recently just came back from her trip to Germany, which is awesome. Um, but I had a great time with her in my first year. And Gabby, it was great to co-host the show with you this year as well. Phenomenal uh, co-host to have around. Um, and so I'm very grateful. I'm very uh, happy with overall my time here on the show. Um, and I cannot wait to, to apply these skills to some other medium or to maybe some other podcast in the future. Um, but for now, I will sit back, relax, and then when September rolls around, I'll try putting on the headphones and listen to what's winning, what's going on in Wittenberg with you love three lovely people. So there you go. I hope to not disappoint. That was touching. Yeah. I shed a tear. She didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I also hope to not disappoint next year, uh, so hopefully everything will be up to snuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shall we move on to the music playlist now? Yes. Okay, great. All right, it's now time to get on to a very classic segment here on Winnenberg Radio. Uh, it's been tradition around here on the show that for every last episode of the season, the hosts and the upcoming new co-hosts of the show uh, make a summer playlist for you to listen to to frolic in the summer breeze and in the and the beautiful sun before coming back to see you in September. Um, so the way this is going to be working is that we're going to be going around in the circle. We each have two pick tick. Two picks each, um, but we'll be saying our first. We'll be saying our picks individually, and therefore going twice around. Um, so that's the idea of the summer playlist. Riley, what is your first pick? All right. Well, my first pick is actually um, it, the song is called Harmonium by the band Harmonium. They're a French Canadian group from like I think the seventies, and so the whole song's in French, and I have no idea what it, what it's going on about. And so there's kind of two tempos that they follow. So it's one what the first little few seconds or the first 30 seconds is like very slow and then it goes upbeat and it goes back to slow again and then upbeat again and it goes slow again but that slower part is like a different segment of the song and that's actually why I like that song and it um I looked up the translation for the song once and I believe if I remember correctly it actually talks about the changing weather. Um so like going from spring to summer or what we have for like one week of spring in in Canada. It's uh, it's actually quite a nice song to have for that transition as well, and yeah, that's my first choice. All right, let's listen to it. Let me listen to it. Imaginez 
yo soy vivo Chargé par ces mille instruments Il y en avait un pour moi Justement Il est entré Sans rien me dire L'encre s'est mise à Sur un vieux papier, il m'a dit de vous dire qu'il n'y a plus rien à dire. Il m'a dit de vous dire.
that song. So good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so wow. That was an experience. That really wow opened my eyes to just the changing seasons. I've never looked at it that way. That was really enlightening. Thanks for that. It's so French too. It's it's, nice. it's yeah. pretty French. I yeah. would say on a scale of one to French, it's definitely up there. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> The first song on my playlist is um, Questing Questing by The Backyardigans. It's their debut album, The Backyardigans. I think it's from 2005. Um, and this song, the opening line is just, it just hits me right in the nostalgia field. It's questing, 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 never resting. Questing, 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 questing to the hill. And that just gets me, you know? Like life is a quest. And especially when you're, when you're, ending the year at university and you've got a whole summer ahead of you like questing 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 never resting the quest just goes on so this song is just kind of my anthem for the summer <laughs>
Uh, yeah, so I'm Gabby. My first song. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should know that by now. Hi, Gabby. I don't know. How is it going? Uh, so, yeah, my first song is not a deep emotional thing. It's just a pop culture song I really like. Uh, it is called Bury a Friend by Billie Eilish. Mm-hmm. What do you want from me? Why don't you run from me? What are you wondering? What do you know? Why aren't you scared of me? Why do you care for me? When we all fall asleep, where do we go? Come here. Say it, spit it out. What is it exactly? Your pain is the amount cleaning you out. Am I satisfactory? Today I'm thinking about things that are deadly the way i'm drinking you down like i wanna jump like i wanna end me step on the glass staple your tongue uh, bury a friend try to wake up uh, cannibal class killing the sun uh, bury a friend i wanna end me expected me to make you my art and make you a star and get you connected i'll meet you in the park i'll be coming collected but we knew right from the start that you'd fall apart because i'm too expensive you talk about be something that shouldn't be said out loud honestly i thought that i would be dead by now calling security keeping my head held down bury the hatchet or bury your friend right now so much so cause i can't say no no i can't say no then my limbs are frozen my eyes won't close and i can't say no i can't say no careful step on the glass staple your tongue uh, bury a friend try to wake up Um, I just need to look up the song title for this one. Sorry, just... There you go, that's what I thought. Okay, cool. So the song that I'm going to be picking is a song from a YouTuber named Tessa Violet. It's called Crush. Um, It's a nice little fun kind of cute pop song, I think, that very accurately describes what it's like to actually be uh, infatuated with somebody. Um, But just from like that kind of crush, like I kind of find you cute kind of way. Um, It's a lot of fun. It's really kind of a really nice thing to listen to. um, And I'm sure we'll be listening to it during the summer.
can't focus on what needs to get done I'm on notice, hoping that you don't run You think I'm tepid, but I'm misdiagnosed Cause I'm a stalker, I seen all of your posts And I'm just tryna play it cool now But that's not what I wanna do now And I'm not tryna be with you now, you now To not overthink And when I'm with you I turn all shades of pink I wanna touch you But don't wanna be weird It's such a rush I'm thinking Wish you were here Aww. And I'm just trying to Play it cool now But that's not what I wanna do Now And I'm not trying to Be with you Now You Now But I could be a crush I could throw you for a rush I hoping Actually, it's a toss between three different songs, but I think I'm going to have to go with some Led Zeppelin, uh, Down by the Seaside, actually. It's one of my favorite songs by them. It's not really... It's one of those hidden gems that you don't really get on uh, the, the greatest hits albums. And similar kind of format to Harmonium. goes a bit slow, then fast, then slow again. And it, um, yeah, it was actually written in the summer of the late 60s, early 70s. So, yeah, I really like sticking into that era of the 60s and 70s. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, no, it's a great song to listen to, especially in the summer. Sun is setting out in the forks. Great place to listen to the song and have a nice cigar along with it. Yeah.
second song. Um, it is Old Town Road by Lil Nas X featuring Billy Ray Cyrus. And that song, that song is a miracle in and of itself because it's kind of a mashup of rap and country, and I like neither of those genres. But somehow I like this song, and somehow I listen to this song hours on end, Fortnite dancing and annoying my roommates. So, another anthem for the summer. Yeah, I'm gonna take my horse to the old town road. I'm gonna ride till I can't no more. I'm gonna take my horse to the old town road. I'm gonna ride till I can't no more. I got the horses in the back, horse stock is attached. Head is mad at black, got the bushes black to match. Riding on a horse, ha, you can whip your Porsche. I've been in the valley, you ain't been up off that porch now. So my second and final song is for all the Doctor Who fans. No, it's not the Doctor Who theme song, but it's by Louis Capaldi. So if you know who Peter Capaldi is, you should be acquainted by his first cousin's second, two times removed, Louis Capaldi. Uh, his song, uh, Someone You Loved, is actually a really awesome song that he did a music video for with Peter Capaldi, but it's about organ donation. I'm going on during this time I fear there's no one to save me This all and nothing really got away You're driving me crazy I need somebody to hear Somebody to know Somebody to have Somebody to hold It's easy to say 
but it's never the same. I guess I kinda like the way you know all the pain, now the day bleeds into nightfall, and you're not here to get me through it all. I let my gut down, and then you pull the rug. I was getting kinda used to being someone you loved. I'm going under. Time I fear there's no one to turn to This all or nothing way of loving Go be sleeping without you Now I need somebody to know Somebody to hear Somebody to have Just to know how it feels It's easy to say But it's never the same I guess I kinda like the way you help me Escape now the day bleeds into nightfall, and you're not here to get me through it all. I let my gut down, and then you pulled the rug. I was getting kinda used to being someone you loved, and I'd try to close my eyes when it hurts. Sometimes I fall into your eyes. Nightfall, you're not here to get me through it all. I let my guard down, and then you pulled the rug. I was getting kinda used to being so what you love, but now the day bleeds. It's a nightfall, you're not here to get me through it all. I let my guard down, and then you pulled the rug. I was getting kinda. To be it, so what you love to let my guard down and let you pull the rug. I was getting kinda used to be it, so what you love. Uh, for my final song, I'm going to be picking a kind of a kind of meme that's been running around in YouTube for a bit, but it's actually just genuinely a really fun and enjoyable song. Uh, it's called Plastic Love. It's by a Japanese pop singer named Maria Takeuchi. Uh, and it's a long one, I admit, uh, but this one I just love jamming to. Uh, I can't, I don't really have the translation for the lyrics at the moment, but it is t- does talk about, again, uh, love, maybe an overarching theme here in this playlist. Uh, and it's just a really good fun time this song uh, i really enjoy listening to it in the background and i uh, can't wait to hear it one more time
That brings an end to our show. Thank you once again for listening to Wittenberg Radio, not just for today, but for the whole school year. Any last comments before we end today's episode into the summer and then finally back into the school year once more? 
It's been a great year working with Wittenberg Radio. I hope all our listeners have as good a summer as we will have. Ditto. (laughs) (laughs) I can't help but agree. Gabby, anything from you? Ditto times two. (laughs) Nice. I'm Kenji Dick. I'm Martha Friesen. I'm Ashton Warner. And I'm Gabby Taylor. And we'll see you next year. I could be a crush, I could feel you for a